Hey everybody, welcome to Garbage Time Sports. BT is here, Hootie Who is here, and we're going to get into it right now. Um, so we're going to talk about the upcoming series and the playoffs between our beloved Chicago Bulls. Representing. Rep, rep, rep. <laughs> Wherever it is. Yeah, it's over here somewhere. He's got it on a boob somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the reflection here. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so uh, between the Chicago Bulls and, of course, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Do we eulogize them now? Because I don't want to be that fan. It's just, I know. What, have, what? But I'm also realistic. Yeah, and what hope have they given us this year? Because they haven't won a single game against them. There's mm-hmm. not really been a game where they've been in it. Yeah. And, yeah. And Grayson Allen's a punk, man. So, yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah, and the only person that is out of note for the Chicago Bulls it's is Lonzo. still Lonzo. Yeah, but we they're, knew Zoe's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, they're so. keeping him out. They want to push it because they don't. They may see the same thing that we're seeing here. Yeah. They'll see what happens with yeah. Mr. Plant. I'm hoping that the Bulls can at least pull off one win. So it's so not you're a hoping sweep. you're hoping to see, and that sounds so bad to say hoping, but like you're 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 predicting a Bulls or excuse me Bucks in five. I'm hoping I'm completely wrong, but yeah, I'm predicting yeah. the Bucks in five, and I think that the Bulls will probably lose the first game and maybe win the next one and then just see, lose the series. I, I see the Bulls winning their first game at home. Um and then, you know, which is I think game three. Yeah, because they don't have home they don't have home court advantage at no. all during any point no, during uh, yeah, at all. So I think game the, yeah the first two games are in Milwaukee then they go to Chicago for two, but I I got to be honest with you I think they win the first game uh, at the United Center and then after that it's it's over. You don't so, think that they can carry that momentum and swing the series? Man, back I, in their I favor? hope so, bro. I really do. I hope so. I hope the so. The talent is there. That yeah. is where the frustration on my part yeah. lies. Is because when you have Demar Derozan and you have Zach Levine and you have Alex Caruso and you, you got have Kobe White, Tristan Thompson, Toby White. And you have this uh, bench Dosumu, of talent, yeah. Dosumu, the diamond that he's become. Yeah. Uh, and you're not able to be Vooch. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaving him Vooch. out. But when you have this talent and you yeah. perform so well against, you know, the teams that are the lessers. Well, yeah, but whenever you walk out there and pistol whip blind kids, I mean, you know, yeah, you got the job done, but is it, was it really all that impressive? Yeah, you got there Debo and the, the lesser <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. And then when you come up against, you know, someone that'll punch you back in the mouth. Yeah, you know, you come up against the Heat, the Nets, the the uh, the Bucks. They expose you for the fraud, the soft coward that you are. Yeah, it, it, woo, dog, Demar, that was not directed at you. We love you. Um, no, I just wish that they no, would you're, you're uh, right, put some bro. effort into some of the things. Take some pride in how you play, because I've seen a couple games where. The ball started going in the wrong direction, and the momentum was carrying, yeah. and the other team had gone on a run. And they and let the, it. And the Bulls just shut down. They yeah, they stopped. just said, "Well, okay, it's over. We did it. We did our best." It's yeah, like, we we were we played tight with them for three quarters. We're yep, good here. And then the fourth it. quarter, they just gave up. Yep. And and that's and I don't want them notorious. to do what I'm doing. I don't want them to give up. Yeah, I, I may have given up, but I'm not on that team, and I can't make an impact on that. that that's court. right. All I so can do I is hope, cheer for them. I hope Levine and Demar and Vooch don't give up like I've given up. Yeah. But I don't have high hopes for them. Uh, Bucks and five, and I actually have the Bucks versus the Suns in a rematch of the championship. I, again. I, I see that with the role being on the other foot this time. I think CP3 is getting his ring. I, you know what? If it comes down to a Milwaukee uh, Phoenix Finals, I. Yeah, I'm all in for CP3. I really am. Like, Giannis got his, Bobby got his. 
That was a big thing for me with the Bucks last year. I rooted yeah. for the Bucks all during the finals last year because of Bobby Portis being a Razorback. Okay, he got his. I'm done with that. That's over with. Bobby, best of luck to you, but I'm done with the Bucks. I no, I'm I don't want to I'm I'm all in for the Bulls, but let's be real. Uh, like you said, you hope that Levine and Booch and, and, and DeRozan don't give up, and I, I think I'm, I'm with you. I hope they don't. One person we know doesn't have any quit in him, and that is the bald Mamba. That dude doesn't know how to stop. No, he plays hard no matter what. He, yeah, he's down by 30. He's diving on the floor after balls. He's, yeah. he's stealing the ball. He's going hard, man. Which that's what we need. We need more of that mentality. Yeah. The problem is, is we have a lot of guys that they got burned on defense. Somebody hit a wide-open three. So then they go back down and they try to match. They miss their wide open three and yeah. then they just give and then, up. Yeah. And okay, well, now they're three points ahead. So it's so over. And then the other team comes back down, makes another three, and then we're down by six. And it's like, oh, well, we can't overcome this. Yeah. And it's like, you guys do understand that talent speaking, y'all are one of the top tier teams in the, in the league. I, I mean, think one of the flaws that really got exposed is one of the ones that was debated whenever DeMar was uh, signed with the Bulls is his lack of a three point shot. The Bulls don't have they really don't. a three-point shot. Now, going into the All-Star break, they were one of the top teams statistically um, percentage of three-pointers. And yeah. since the All-Star break, it's just com- completely fallen off. Now they're like 22nd. Yeah, well, but that's the whole thing about percentage-wise, though. Um, yeah, we had a high percentage of three-point uh, makes, but they, they just weren't taking very many three-point shots to start with. So yeah. when they were, yeah, it's it, like, they were clean. It's like DeMar. He doesn't take three-point shots, that, but he also has a 30-something percent three-point shooting average, yeah. but he doesn't take a lot yeah. of threes. I would say if, if you make three out of nine... So whenever you, you fall know. behind by 20 points... And the other team is just you can't stop them. Yeah, then it's hard to play catch up because you don't have an equalizer to, yeah. to shoot threes and get you back in. And when you got and that's something that the Bulls are going to have to focus in on is finding a three point shooter. Yeah. Like like fi- finding a yeah. Zach can't be your three point threat when currently Zach is the three point threat and yeah. Javante Green, who's your power forward. So yeah, that's strange. And, and, uh, and you Vooch. and I have both t- yeah, Vooch, your those, center. Those, those are your three point. You got your seven foot sniper out there. Uh, you know, which I know that the league is is rampant with seven foot snipers. I know that, yes. but at the same time, it's like Vooch. Whenever you push, like Vooch isn't just tall. That dude's huge. He's big. He's yes. got some meat on him. Yes. And if he pushes his way around in the paint, that's always a big night. That's usually the way that it goes, is if he works his way from the inside out, then he's open to make those threes because yeah. they're pressing on the middle, trying to keep him from dominating that's near right. the basket. Because he will. And, and the problem is, is he gets out there on the wings, and he just jacks up threes. <laughs> and if it... And then he starts thinking he's a shooting guard, so he just like stops and like posts up for a three on, on the three-point line. You're like, bro, stop. Get down low, bro. You're, you're seven foot. Get down there. Um, I, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and side with you. I think, I think it's going to be the Bucks in five. I think that the Bulls win game three. I think they lose one, two, and then they lose four and five. I, at least neither one of us think they're getting swept. But statistically, it looks like they should be swept. Yeah, I hope that doesn't. I hope we're wrong, man. I hope they take. I hope they take Milwaukee out. I, I just. Hope, I hope it's a tight series and it's uh, fun to watch all the way. Yeah, yeah. That's because I just don't it, see it being a Bulls dominating mm, sweep of the Bucks. No sir. No sir. Not, not the way Drew Holiday's been playing. No, dude. not at all. But, okay, so uh, kind of giving the devil his due. Uh, Milwaukee, that's a serious ball team, bro. That is. It, Grayson Allen's a punk, but you got Giannis. 
who, I mean, come on, he's he's the Greek freak. He is what he Sorry, is. I'm laughing at the Grayson Allen's a punk. Just got to make sure that first. Yeah, no, I want to make sure that everyone understands Grayson Allen is a punk. Uh, and then then you got a lot of talent too. Grayson Allen's a talented ball player. He really is. He's just a it's punk. Like, how do you feel about Grayson Allen? Well, have you ever heard of Tupac's hit him up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <I'll>, yes. <laughs> That's um, it. <laughs> uh, where was I going got, with got all jokes, that? Got oh, jokes. Oh yeah, uh, you know. But you got Giannis. You got Bobby. You got uh, Drew Holiday, bro. Yeah. You got Chris Middleton. You've yeah. you've got. I mean, golly, that's yeah. a hard team to beat. Yeah. You got the Vin show coming off the bench. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Divincenzo. Uh, Divincenzo. Yeah. Divincenzo. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of those. You know, like for the Bulls, they had uh, Archie Diacono. And people are yeah, like, they did. People are like, oh, his name's Archie. I'm like, no, that's his last name. Archie Diacono is his last name. Yeah. Like, what? I was like, yeah. Oh, uh, that's a mouthful. Completely unrelated in a way, but he was on the Windy City Bulls earlier this year. McClung, did you see yeah, that McClung. dunk? Did I share that dunk with you that he pulled off? My God, I did not know he had those hops. Oh man, I've seen Mac McClung just. Yeah, bro, that dude's that dude's crazy. Yeah, he's he's no longer part of the Bulls franchise. They they let him go. Which I just, of course, they when, only had him on like a ten day. Didn't no, they? yeah, they were just trying him out really to see if they wanted to keep. But they had him a long time on the. Well, they had him on a two way, but they had him for a long time during the early part of the season. Yeah, and then I guess they decided they couldn't keep him and let him go. They also they didn't need another guard. No, no. Well, they okay. So I agree with that. Well, but then next year we're gonna have Lonzo. Well, yeah. Lonzo should be back, and yeah. Lonzo is a three-point so, shooter. Because you look at it, you got Levine, you got Lonzo, you got Caruso, you got Dosumu. Yeah, you really don't you need You got Matt guard. Thomas. Yeah. And then you have another guard? No, not necessarily. Yeah, you're and right. Matt Thomas doesn't even really play. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I correction, Matt Thomas has no business playing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, that's just what it is. Uh Anyway, uh, so go Bulls, go Bulls, uh, yeah, Bucks and five, <laughs> Bucks. And, I know that's how I feel so stupid. We're like, yeah, the Bulls clinched the playoffs, baby. We're Bulls fans around here. So what do you see happening? Bucks and five. It's like no, <laughs> like all, it could have been worse. Also, I could have said Bucks and four. Yeah, we're also former degenerate gamblers, and we have a hard time <laughs> placing a bet on something we know is a sucker bet. That's right. What do I look like a sucker to you, fool? Come on now. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> There's other basketball teams that'll start playing soon too. We don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah, well, there's obviously going to have your favorites yeah. that are going to yeah. try to dominate, you know, like the Suns out west. Yeah, and, of course. I mean, Brooklyn's going to make is going to do everything they can to make a run on the East. Interesting story about the about gosh, where's Ben Simmons now? Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn. Yeah, he's planning on starting his first game of the season, Game Four. He has committed to starting Game Four, so he will get the play. The question will be, what will the rec? What will be the what are they looking at? Facing a deficit. But say, in? here's the whole thing. Ben Simmons says, "I'll start playing for y'all game four. Don't you know Kyrie's like game four? This thing be over in three, and they're like, it's a seven game series. He's like, I'm Kyrie Irving. It'll be over in three games. Kyrie has been going on. He has been, bro. That dude is incredible. Yeah, I mean, incredible. Yeah, he absolutely is. They're gonna be a tough. They're gonna be a tough out regardless. So <laughs> yeah. even if Chicago manages to get past, oh, bro, Milwaukee, then we gotta go past my homeboy Tyler down in South Beach. We gotta get past. Well, I mean, I actually, I guess uh, Miami will play Brooklyn first, won't they? Uh, I'd have to look at the. 
the, the actual playoff standings. Either who. way, but either if way, we get past Milwaukee, we're going to end up having to go up against Brooklyn or against Miami. And I mean, these Boston, are tough teams. Boston, these teams, yeah, these teams that have already given Philadelphia, you so Philly. I mean, you know, Philadelphia is going to be a problem. Embiid is the favorite right now to probably represent in the Eastern Conference because people don't think the Bucks have in them what they had last year. I don't think they do. They, they I mean, they haven't shown it this year, but I've never won gonna, a lot. But I'm they just. Ne- I'm never going to count again. Count out Giannis at this point in the I playoff agree. time. Yeah, and Holiday has been killing it. While Kyrie's been killing it, Holiday's been killing it yeah, too. Yeah, it's true. And Middleton's a superstar. Yeah, and and Portis, you and I think he's a superstar, but I think one day he's going to step up and be an actual an superstar, actual not superstar. just a not just a, a, a crucial element yeah. coming off the bench. Yeah. I think Bobby Portis could end up in the later part of his career being somebody's franchise player. Yeah, because he's got all the talent in the world. He's got the height to play a power forward or a center. Yeah, and dude's got a lot of heart, man. He's got that can-do, will-do kind of thing going, man, and I I really respect that about Bobby Portis. I know we're wanting to jump off of uh, the NBA here and move forward, but did you see Patrick Beverly's reaction to winning a play-in game? Oh, my God. It's equivalent to when Kobe Bryant jumped on the scores table when he won his first championship. Right. It was a play-in game. Come on, Pat. And I know you've never missed the playoffs your entire career, which that in itself is impressive. It is. And obviously you can't take away that Patrick Beverly would have played an impact because whenever he played... Plays, whether you love him or hate him, people around here like him because he's a hog. Yeah, but people elsewhere hate him because he's a pest. And he is he has been known for taking some cheap shots, like that shove against CP3 last year. Yeah, yeah, but, which was bogus, man. That was a Grayson Allen move. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Does anyone is anyone confused about how I feel about Grayson Allen? I just want to make sure. Okay, all right, we'll move on. Uh, but, yeah, but, but yeah, no, you've right, been bro. there before, bro. Come yeah, well, on. I mean, in his press conference, like I saw it where like he pulls a beer up, was just chilling, just like he's not even at that press conference. He's just, I'm like, Pat Bev, it, don't get me wrong, dude's a, 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 a fantastic ball player. Yeah, he always was. But homeboy's a diva. Yeah, he is a, a space case in the head a little bit. Yeah. I Which mean, he was whenever he was at Arkansas. Yeah. We, he was one of the ones that we'd worry he'd go out there and call too many timeouts. <laughs> You're like, bro, Ron. Uh, excuse me, not Ron Artest. <laughs> it would kind of remind you of him, though, yeah, that, or yeah, Meta, well, or whatever you call him now. But Yeah, I, I mean, I've always respected the fact that people give him crap because he's a pest. He's yeah. out there just to irritate your your point guard. Yep. But And he does a good job at it. And he does a damn good job yeah. at it. But like whenever he was going up against DeMar, and DeMar... Made the shot, Bev went down, and then DeMar just stands over him and symbols too short yeah. and walks on. That's kind of the attitude that people have whenever yeah. he does like, things like this. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, you're, it's like if you're going to act a certain way, you got to be ready for people to act a certain way back to you. Yeah, so you know? I, I hope that he enjoys this run. I don't see Minnesota really being a contender. If they were a contender, it would all oh. be, it would be because of Carl Anthony Towns yeah. more than it would be because of Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah. What what do you mean? Cat's more of a franchise player than Pat Bev, but Cat uh, over Pat is that what I'm hearing? But I, I'll guarantee this: as a, a Hog fan, seeing Pat and his development, yeah, you will damn sure know you played against the, the Timberwolves Absolutely. this series. But Absolutely. you'll know you played against them. That's yeah. for sure. Beverly won't let you forget that. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. All right, uh, so. Basketball is working into the playoffs, and we'll be uh, diving deeper into that yeah, every we'll just episode. Keep following up on it, and we've, hopefully we've, we're wrong. Yeah, hopefully we're wrong, man. Hopefully by by our next show, we'll be like, so the Bulls pulled it out. That was crazy. 
you know, who knows? We'll find out. Um, so I want to talk, uh, switch gears uh, a tiny bit here. Let's talk about baseball. I, I tell you what, I'm going to let you do it because I keep on messing up this gentleman's name, the pitcher for the Dodgers. Oh, Clayton Kershaw? Yeah, Clayton Kershaw, bro. Good Lord. Ridiculously talented pitcher, former Cy Young winner, and yeah. he's thrown a perfect game in the past. Yeah, and so uh, what? it was earlier this week or, uh, uh, or Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it was oh, yesterday. Wait, well, when, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. I would say it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before. Day before. Uh, okay, so midway through this week, he is pitching a no-hitter. A uh, perfect game yeah. through seven innings. Yeah, a perfect game through seven, seven full innings. innings. Yeah, two, two more innings to go, and it's yours. Yeah, and so what's he do? He opts out. He allows. Uh, he, he saves his arm. Yeah, because he's already coming back on a pitch count. I believe he's coming back from a surgery. Yeah. So there's the concerns of him not wanting to overdo his arm just sure. for one win. But he was dancing with history, dog. I, I, I agree. That's that's my thing. So so here's it's baseball. So here is my question for you: His move, selfless or selfish? What do you see it as? I see it as, at the end of the day, selfless. He did make the sacrifice where he sacrificed his name being etched in immortality, especially if he pitches a second no-hitter, second perfect game. Yeah, I mean, bro, yeah. that, that right there has solidified your name in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, no doubt for sure, and also a name because you know how baseball historians are about baseball history. Absolutely. They will never forget him. No. They're already going to not forget him because he's a championship-winning pitcher. And a Cy Young. And a Cy Young uh, yeah. award winner. But this act that he did is he gave up his chance of having another you know accolade attached to his name for the better good of his team. Yeah. Because he knows that he's no good to his team if he goes another two innings, blows out his arm, and then they're having to re- recoup and you know revamp the rotation, trying to work around him being out whenever he if they're going to win another championship in Los Angeles, it's Kershaw is going to be one of the main catalysts for that'd be why. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I it agree. was a selfish act, not I, I, selfish. I, I I just I I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I, you covered everything that that I the way I feel about it. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that I'm with you. I think it was a selfless act. I think it was not a, oh, I'm trying to take care of myself. I think it was a, if I take care of myself now, I can take care of my team further into the season. Yeah, absolutely. And that was how some people were looking at it. Is he, is he being selfish? Is he, you know, saying, yeah. ow, I don't want to risk further hurting myself and yeah. money. Because I'm telling you right now, bro, if, if I'm that close to a perfect game, and even, even if I've got a little like, I don't know, something's going on, I'm trying for that perfect game. You know yeah, what I'm we, saying? We've all seen that Kevin Costner movie, right? Where yeah. it's like, you got to keep going, right? Yeah. Arm, the arms don't have much in it, but there's history here. But there's history here. And it's so, how the yeah. rom- how romantic baseball is, is really what it is. It it's, really is, man. Is, it's, it's such a beautiful sport if you look at it in its simplest form of just pitching the ball and catching it. Yep. And hitting, you know, swinging and trying to hit it. It's, it's so beautiful that he, what he was almost about to accomplish, and then he with forethought, says, no, I can tell I'm pushing myself here. I need to take myself out so we can win this game yeah. and the next one and so on and so forth. Yeah. So uh, I, I know, I mean, we're going to stay on baseball, but I'm, I am going to kind of uh, dance back and forth a little bit. Like, for instance, I was watching the uh, Razorback uh, baseball game last night. Uh, we had, um, we had a, a pop-up 
into shallow right field last night that that brought back flashbacks from 2018 from that that first baseline pop up that Carson Shaddy called off the right fielder and the first baseman in order to miss it and lose us the college world series yes uh, I don't know if anyone can tell how upset I still am about that. That was a tough one because that's a blown fundamental. Well, it's one thing to lose it on an awful bounce. It's another thing. But, to bro, lose. you're the second baseman, and you ran to a place you had no business being. You shouldn't have called off that other infielder. Yeah, you shouldn't have called off anybody. You should have stayed your ass right where you were. You know, I mean, that's the way I felt about it. But anyway, neither here nor there. Last night, Robert Moore, who I am not going to – who is our second baseman, but I'm not comparing to Carson Chetty because there's a reason they call this cat Mr. Baseball. But he lost it in the light or something, and he missed a pop-up last night. Oh, God, he gave me heart palpitations. But uh, we did end up winning last night, so that's good. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that as we get into Razorback stuff, but I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Um, so we're talking about how romantic baseball is, and, and really that's a good word for it because it is. You know, we, Baseball isn't about or isn't only about the here and now this season. Yeah, no. It's about last season. It's, it's about – a hundred years ago. It, the history plays a factor. As weird as it is, the history plays a factor in now because yeah. it does matter. You are taking the field with those ghosts that have done yeah. that before you because there's a, a heaviness and a weight. Like if you are a pitcher and you're pitching at Yankee Stadium, that that is something that is really heavy. It, it, well, you I got, mean, you, you, think you have to think about people the, have done it and done it well. Yeah, I mean, the, the pitcher's mound. It's like a hallowed ground, you know? Like, if you're standing there, you're sitting there going, my God, Mariano Rivera has yeah. pitched from here. Roger Clements has pitched from here. You know, go, go down the line of all the greats. They've pitched right here. Yeah. Well, that, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that you get that in all the sports, but it's just something different about baseball, you know? Um, it's I, a fully American pastime, for one. Yeah, Absolutely, it is the, I mean, the great American past. Technically, basketball has become more global, and it did originate as an American thing. Sure. But, I mean, baseball, that for a long time, it is rooted in American history, for better or worse. Yeah. But you follow the culture, you follow baseball, there, it parallels one another. It's pretty fascinating to actually watch it. I would say, and, and, and to see how it has gone global has been really And if too. you have, I guess, like, what, 12 hours of your life to kill, you can, there's this fantastic documentary that Ken Burns has put together where he talks about the history of baseball and how romantic it can be again it's very very long very heavy it's pbs uh documentary but right. it's fantastically done and yeah it covered encompasses all of the ups the downs and everything in between so Sweet. It, it, it kind of tells you what's the documentary called do you remember uh baseball it's just called baseball yeah okay ken, ken burns baseball i believe is what it's called i'll have to look it up because i i actually could oh you kill 12 hours you on. would probably yeah. love it because yeah. i mean it starts at the beginning and takes you through it but it tells you the the white Sox scandal and yeah. tells you about you know yeah. how that happened yeah names of players yeah and interviews. man that's that's awesome and it takes you all the way through modern times up until the time i think it was made which would have been you would still know all of the active players at that time because right. it would have been when we were younger. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check that out sometime. I didn't even know that was a that was a thing, but um, yeah. So uh, let, <laughs> you had talked to me earlier because uh, we were like, "Well, you know, do do we even have any hockey fans in here?" And I was like, oh, "Not besides me." And you're like, "You're a hockey fan?" I was like, "I like hockey. I don't understand hockey yet." But like honestly, and I even told like, you, I watched the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, like I watched the Mighty Ducks like three times. Okay, Emilio Estevez is the coach of the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, flying V all the way, man. Yeah, that's the only way to do this. Okay, knuckle pucks all the way. 
Uh, Keenan Thompson was probably the best player that ever played for Anaheim. Uh, Knuckle. <laughs> and don't forget about Joshua Jackson. You know, he did great too. So, but, you know, I, Emilio, it's like, that's a movie. That's not a real team. Get out of here. Uh, I recently this year have decided, like, I've, I've, I've seen hockey before, all this kind of stuff, whatever, but I never, I never paid attention to it. Even right now, I don't know all the rules and, or even if there are any, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, I, this year I decided, you know what? I think hockey is something that I think I would enjoy. So I'm going to try to watch it, bro. I love hockey. Hockey is it's a lot of fun, bro. I mean, it's dope. It's <laughs> like if someone took soccer and made it fun. <laughs> because it's a, <laughs> it's a lot of the same. It's the rules. most popular sport in the entire world. And you're like, it sucks. And I agree. That's why it's funny. I'm like, yeah, soccer kind of sucks. Nah, it's a communist plot. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I really love hockey. Uh, I've been a Dallas Stars fan going back to when I was a little kid. Uh, I'm from the Dallas area, and their local team around here as far as for us to kind of yeah, be able the, to Yeah, the to next closest thing see. would be St. Louis. Yeah, so, and I didn't like the Blues, so it was I, Dallas I, Stars, man. So well, that's, I've, I went through the championship years of the 90s where Madonna, and they actually won championships yeah. to – the years where it wasn't quite as fruitful and was a, like, a struggle. All and the then, rest of them. Yeah, and <laughs> then, you know, even now where it's just ups and downs. Sure. Well, so, like I said, I'm just now getting into it, but because of even what you just said. because we should of go the, to a hockey game sometime. We should. I'm, I'm down. I am I know, so I'm, down. I'm almost certain that neither of our wives would want to go anywhere near a hockey game. I don't know. My wife has even said that she would go with me. I really? think it would just be just to go... Just to go, just to get out. Of yeah, the house. just to get out of the house because, like, we're hermits. Uh, and you get and to wear she's, a sweater. Yeah, and she. Yeah, it's summer, and I get to wear this cute sweater inside this rink, and I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, man. I'll be hey, like, and then she comes out in an actual like crocheted sweater. I'll be like, oh, I thought you meant like a hockey sweater. When, whenever uh, she shows up and she's a diehard, then you'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah, she'll be like, let's go stars. Yeah, I have a cousin. red ice. I have a cousin. She's a diehard stars fan. Like she season ticket holder goes to the games, I believe, because she Sweet. posts constantly from the stars arena at the games. So diehard fan. Shout out Jenny. Yeah, what, what up? Uh, so a friend of mine that I grew up with, her name is Amanda, her and her husband, Marcus, they went to a stars game a few weeks, I'm sorry, a few weeks ago and they were wearing sweaters, uh, hockey sweaters for the Letterkenny Irish. <laughs> I was like, get out, get out. That's good. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I'd like to get one from like the movie goon. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. Get one from that. Uh, what, I, I would say get you a, a, a Mighty Ducks one, but like they just look like the Anaheim Ducks. Well, that's jerseys, so. you know that the funny thing about that is because Disney owned the Anaheim yeah. Ducks, so they also own the Angels. So. Yeah, so it was it made sense that they yeah. made the movie. Yeah, just like you know, Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, complete, they, completely off subject, but also on subject. Come on, Disney Plus, release Angels in the Outfield for real. Give what it to the, us already. Yeah, what is wrong with you? Give us that movie. The, how long have we had Disney Plus out? Like three I, years now. Come yeah. on, put the damn movie on there, Disney. Yeah, Disney. Doing everything else, putting all kinds of stuff everywhere. We just want angels in the outfield. Yeah, I just want Christopher Lloyd and what Joe uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt was the kid. Uh, Daniel uh, Glover, Danny Glover, Danny Glover, uh, Tony Danza, Tony no, Danza. Yeah, no, no. close. You don't close or Tony. No, Danza. it's not Tony Danza. Is it, it is Tony Danza. Oh yeah, from Who's the Boss? Yeah, Mel, hey, Mel, yo. Mel Clark. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Mel Clark. You got an angel with you right now. 
Yeah. Kid season angel. By the That's way, the, the worst pitching form ever. It's like he never even tried to make. <laughs> no, he never even learned. He didn't even watch someone pitch. He was just like, I'll just do this. Yeah. Ugh. Just yeah, grunt was, every it time. It was one of the worst performances as far as trying to seem like you're a baseball <laughs> player. But I still love that movie because yeah. it, it's a classic, man. It's yeah. great. It's a great it's God's movie. thumbnail. Yeah, it's God's thumbnail. The Crescent Moon is God's thumbnail. That kid was great. Uh, Whatever happened to kid? I don't. I don't uh, know. We'll look it up. Never to be seen again. Uh, where were we going with all that? We got caught. Oh yeah, hockey. So you you had said that you know because you were from Dallas, you know during that time you were a uh, you know Dallas a, Stars a, fan. a Stars fan, a Cowboys fan, which you still are, yeah. and a Rangers fan, yeah, which Texas I thought Rangers. was blasphemous and gross. Uh, <laughs> my wife's a Rangers fan, so see, I liked the well, I love the Texas Rangers. Even now, they have my heart in a lot of sure. ways. Sure. Well, I mean, let's be honest, the Rangers, they they kind of have the same vibe as the Cowboys, like America's team. But then you're like, well, the Yankees are kind of that. I but. guess what really kind of took me away from it was uh, I didn't have cable growing up. I just had regular-ass antenna. So right. I was able to get like the game of the week, which was like the Yankees and the Braves and all of the top teams that were dominating in the 90s. And then I... Uh, also was able to get like the more local games, which yeah. were either Cardinals or the Rangers. Right. And I kind of glommed on to the Rangers because I loved watching baseball. The right. thing about it was I still enjoyed watching the Yankees win. And as yeah. a kid, you know, you're always going to be a front runner as a kid when you yeah. don't have an allegiance, really. Yeah, exactly. So I, I jumped onto the Yankees well, franchise and, and became a real big Yankees fan. Immersed myself in their history, learned about the history of the team, started rooting for them and... Got really, 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 really invested in it emotionally. Yeah. So that 04 Red Sox season really got me. 03. Right. Uh, yeah, 03. Yeah. Really hit me hard because I hated Boston Red Sox. With yeah, of course we do. Time. Like, but I mean, that's the same story for me. You know, it, as as a young kid, you know, you you want to cheer for the for the front runner, and so yeah, I've been a Yankees fan my whole life. I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life, which back when I was a kid, they were front runners. They were yeah, right. That's, yeah. The thing is, is yeah, we were front runner. If you look at the teams we like now, we were front runners. But when we were kids, when we were kids, <laughs> now we're not front runners. Now we're just mocked because we like a team that was successful when we were kids. <laughs> well, you know that's fine. The Bulls, the Cowboys, yes. the Yankees. It, yes, it, it I didn't have, again didn't have cable, but Michael Jordan was on NBC playing yep. every that's week. That's right. That's right. So, oh, which I unless you have specifically NBC. Chicago, you ain't watching the Bulls if you're from where we're from. Yeah, don't we know it? You have to have a season pass now. Uh, okay, so moving off that, I uh, I kind of want to just tell you. I, first off, I want to tell you a little little, little story about a, a a kid that I um, can't really say I know him, but I know his family, and so I've been keeping up with him. Uh, he is a young man, uh, junior in high school, I believe, um, highly recruited football player, and uh, his father um, posts on Facebook, you know, because they are being recruited, that, you know, he's like, we're in the whatever conference, whether it be ACC, Big Ten, uh, WCC, uh, SEC, what, you know, whatever, whatever conference, where in the conference is William? So every time I see it and it says where in the SEC is William, I always comment on Will, who is William's father, um, I always comment on Will's post. I'm like, come on, Fayetteville. I want to see this kid wearing cardinal and white. I want to see him a Razorback. 
Because let me tell you something about this kid. No matter where he goes, he is going to add something to that program. This kid is a monster. Um, uh, you know, I haven't seen his parents or his sister in probably like, I don't know, let's call it like 20 years because they moved away. But like, I don't know, they just made such an impact in my life that I, I still have that, that love and adoration it, for it these people. It absolutely must if after 20 years you're still keeping up with this uh, person and you're, yeah. you know... You may not be invested as deep as you know someone that interacts with them daily is, right? But you still have a vetted interest in them, and you want to see them succeed and be happy. Yeah, exactly. And and William is uh, from from everything I can tell. Which once again, hey, I'm I'm basing this all off of uh, his dad's Facebook page, but at the same time, you know, William seems to be a very very well rounded young man. Uh, but listen, first off. He does, in fact, do his father justice. They are both giants, okay? They are big men. They are refrigerators that can move and move very well, okay? Uh, but William, uh, unfortunately for William, golly, I feel so bad for him. He has been spending this week and the, or the past few days and on into the weekend, I'm certain, in Gainesville, Florida. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You'll end up a serial killer or something or on SEC yeah, Network. Yeah, Florida man. Yeah. You know, so we even talked about that last week. You know, I'm like, let's get him out of Gainesville. I'd rather see him in Stark Vegas than in Gainesville. And I'm not a Mississippi State fan in any way, shape, or form. Stark Vegas. Yeah, oh, Stark Vegas, baby. Uh, you know, there's really only one place for a good Christian young man like that to be, and that's Fayetteville, Arkansas, I would say. Um they're from Alabama, or they are. They they live in Alabama, uh, so needless to say, uh, Tuscaloosa would be a terrible place for you to be, <laughs> even though it's probably the best place for you to go. I'm just saying. But uh, anyway, he's an offensive lineman, or at least that's that's the position he had on well, his. I mean, he doesn't want to go to like a no name place like Alabama, and you know, yeah. end up with nothing ever happening. Yeah, like what the Crimson Tide? Who's even heard of that in the world of football? Right. Play- Play for some no-name coach. <laughs> right, yeah, for some no-name coach. <laughs> Nick's listening right now being like, I hate these two, right? <laughs> as if he would listen to our show. But still. <clears throat> but anyway. Um, Which one's Beavis? Which one's Butthead? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that answers that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so anyway, I, of course, I would like to see this young man come back to Arkansas, or for him to come to Arkansas. He wasn't around whenever they left Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, but so he knows nothing of the Arkansas area, really, other than what what he's been taught. I mean, he yeah. might have been, you know, might have visited here. I don't know, but uh, oh, you don't think he grew up here, though? He's no, 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 no. They, they had moved to they had moved to Alabama uh, when Brittany was still really, really little, and like I said, she's in law school now. So I mean, that's impressive in itself. But this is just a really great family that... that it sounds like it. Sounds like he's a remarkable man. Sounds like he has a remarkable young man that he's raised and a yeah. remarkable daughter. So yeah. kudos and, to and, him and, and, his and, wife. and Yeah, I'm about to say, and you know what? It wouldn't be enough if I didn't at least mention Miss Althanet, man. She is such a wonderful woman and I... Pro- probably the one that's really responsible. Uh, yeah, probably so, man. <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. But uh, either way, I just... I haven't seen them or, or really actually spoke to them in, in, like I said, probably 20 years. But um, 
just that family has always held a special place in my heart. And so I just really wanted to give a shout out to William and say, you know, hey, uh, woo pig, and maybe you should bring yourself on to Fayetteville and, and play some ball for, for Coach Pitt, all right? Uh, so speaking of the Arkansas Razorbacks, uh, I don't really know of much going on with football right now, um, you know, besides just – the usual, yeah. Spring, uh, waiting red on white spring games coming all to begin, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I, I do want to kind of talk a little basketball for a minute, you know, because a lot of people, like we've said, a lot of people seem to be freaking out about a lot of the transfers out, a lot of people declaring for the draft, right? Yeah, I even uh, nationally, we went from being thought of as like predicted number uh, like a, one, yeah, to, the next winners of the Natty. And now they don't even think that we're gonna, you know, perhaps very be very competitive in our own conference. Yeah, uh, which to me sounds outrageous. It sounds crazy because they already knew who was leaving, yeah. with the exception of Jalen. Right, Jalen Williams was the question mark, but all signs point to Jalen being a first round draft pick. And if that's the case, still then, hasn't signed with the agent, has he? No, he is maintaining eligibility. That was his so the, thing that he was. Gonna, I know Stanley did say in his that, that he, he hired an agent. Hired and, an agent, but which, it's the same thing with JD. JD Note did the exact same thing. He hired an agent. But here's the deal: like a lot of people, and same thing with Chris Likes. Uh, you know, people are like, "Man, I still feel like Likes could use some season." It, yeah, and I'm like. He's used his eligibility. Yeah. He can't come back no matter what. Same thing with Stan. Same thing with Trey Wade. Uh, you know, these guys, they, they were done. Their eligibility was used up. They can't come back. Why would they not declare for the draft or... Yeah, that way they let those prospects, uh, those scouts know... Yeah, hey, yo, what's up? I'm here. Yeah, I'm out here. If you guys want to meet me for a workout or something, yeah. I'm available. Well, and I'm pretty sure J.D. Note has already uh, has already gone for a workout uh, with some pro teams, and so is Jalen Williams, um, which, hey, that, that that's great. That's what they need to be yeah, doing. Until he signs with an agent, there's nothing they can do. He's yeah, still eligible. Exactly. He's still eligible to play. Uh, I would not plan to see Jalen Williams back. I, my own personal opinion, I hope I'm wrong because I think that he honestly, even though he is really something special, I think another year in college would do him good. Um, that's, that's just my opinion. It's not because I'm saying he's not ready. I'm yeah, saying I think a, he would be it's better. It's the NBA. We've seen people like Andrew Bynum and Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant come out yeah. of high school yeah. and go into the NBA. That's right. And some have more success than others, sure. as those names I just read off to you. Right. But you do have people that make a long career out of it, even though when they came into the league, they were a little green. Yeah, right. I mean, well, I mean, look at look at LeBron James' career. I mean, my gosh, he's going on 20 years. This is his true. 19th season. It is true, and he had to go through some growing pains as well. Now, yeah. whenever he came in, he came in, and he was automatically at an NBA level. Yeah, so that he was, was. He didn't have to acclimate to playing NBA-level basketball quite like that. He had to figure out what, but, what he was doing. Yeah, you know, he not, had to not figure what, out where he was on a pretty lousy Cleveland Cavaliers team. Yeah. And he's, you know, obviously he's he's had a great career. When your number two is Larry Hughes and Eric <laughs> Snow, what are you? Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, like what are, what are you gonna do? Well, LeBron made lemonade. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's just the way that is. Anyway, um, so to address that, you know, people getting worried about the people declaring. Everyone who's declaring for the draft, we already knew was going to do that, or we were going to lose. Or we had way. anticipated that we were going to lose. Right. So. Don't 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 get hung up on Stanley Mude just hired an agent. Well, yeah, he couldn't come back anyway. So I hope I hope that Stan gets picked up. Uh, I hope that all these guys have good careers. I hope Chris Likes gets picked up. It, it's unlikely at five foot seven 
And that's just the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. With some cheese on it. Um, Not everybody's got uh, Isaiah Thomas, the current Isaiah Yeah, Thomas. right. Not everybody has that level of skill where your size, being undersized doesn't matter when you right. can play ball like that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Earl Boykins, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, yeah Muggsy. Uh yeah, so something I do want to talk about though on one of our graduates who who you know used up eligibility, um, really really made a name for himself uh, in the tournament this past year. You know, a couple few weeks ago, I say this past year like it's been a long time. Uh, Trey Wade, Trey Wade is finding his way into professional sports in a different way, and he is going to be trying. He's he's going for an NFL tryout. Uh, look, bro. He's built. He's he's built like a like a tight end. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying like the position that he's participating in yeah. workouts for. Yeah, he's participating in workouts and we for got to the be NFL, a tight end. And, and we have the NFL Combine coming up, yeah. and the workouts, and the drafts in April, right? Still uh, in April, or they push it to May now? I think it's in May. I don't know that. I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I think it used it's to in be. May. It used to be late April. Yeah, so. I think it's in late May now. Oh well, no, because uh, yeah, because July is NBA, right? Or is that in August? Hell, I don't remember. No, it has to be in July because August season starts. It's the longest season ever. It's like a 10-month basketball season. But anyway. Thursday, April 28th through April 30th. Okay. Well, then I was wrong. It's still Very late April. Of April. Okay. So we'll hope to see Trey Wade's name get called and yeah. get uh, picked up. Absolutely. You know, if, that'd be awesome. If not, he's signed, so he's gone, though. <laughs> Well, yeah, but but once again, he was a graduate. Oh, he was transfer. a graduate transfer. Yeah, he was a graduate transfer, so his eligibility was up, uh, no matter what. So I, I think that he's making a fantastic move, because uh, like I said, this this dude ain't built like a guard. You no, know, he was always a bruiser to begin. Yeah, with. like he he was in there to to do damage, bro. Play physical, set some screens. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, he's built like a tight end. That's where he's working out at. I, I think he could be very successful. It's one of those things, you know, LeBron James at one time considered going to NFL as well, and he said he would have played tight end. Could you imagine God, LeBron that'd be a James huge tight wide? end. Oh, my gosh. That's a big guy, that's bro. The, that's the one thing I've always often wondered is these players that have these offers to do multi-sports. Not everybody can be Deion Sanders. Yeah. Like Deion's body type, size, and everything fit perfect to play the multi-sports he wanted to play. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> what's he going to be, a, a lineman? Yeah, and that's even it. At, even at a lineman, he's so large, they're going to go down low, and they're going to take his knees out, and then he's going to have a very short career. Yeah. True that. So it's one of those things that while you're incredibly talented, I think you're picking the right thing for you. And in this case, uh, Wade is built like a brick, you know what house. Yeah, that's right. Man. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with him. So hopefully those skills can translate and he can at least get a, a fair look. Yeah. The good news is you know he's got some legs under him because he's been playing basketball. You know yeah, what I mean? He's very athletic. Yeah, he is. He's somehow with the way he's built, he's so big, but he's very athletic, and and I think he's. I think he's going to do well. I hope he does really well. So we'll see how that goes, and we'll keep everybody posted on that. Um, the last thing, really, I want to talk about with the Razorbacks is just like we we hung some we hung some new banners, man. We did, we did. I actually shared the post yesterday yeah. after I first saw it, and I noticed that when I upon resharing it, 
C. Wayne actually pointed this out to yeah. us that it cut off the part of the banners that was actually the whole point of the post. Yeah, was it so the current re- ones? Yeah, the current ones. So I reposted it this morning where you can see the full yeah. full banners, but it's beautiful. That's yeah, a practice man. facility. Yeah, the they've Eddie, now, Eddie Sutton uh, yeah. practice gym, right? Yeah, so now they have finally got up the Elite Eight banners and the Sweet 16 banners all on full display and here's the hoping that there's a championship banner going up there I, next year. The, I think, I, of course, I, I called my shot this year. I, I tell you, and I, well, I've already called the shot for this next year too because I, I believe what I believe. Um, because I think whenever you have the right coach in the right place and the right talent, you know, especially Eric Musselman has proven he's got an eye for that kind of that for that kind of talent, and he has this connection with these players and these recruits. Yeah, that reminds me of you know when John Calipari was younger and first starting doing yeah. his thing with the one and dones. Yeah, which highly controversial because you go out and you get a player, you know he's only going to be there one year for he's going pro. Well, look what's happened with the game of college basketball. Yeah. That is the name of the game now, so you have to play it too. Yeah. And Muss is so cool. He's out there meeting these recruits and just winning them over left and right. Yeah. And it's, and it's correlating and translating to wins on the court because he's also a damn fine basketball coach. Yeah, he is. He, he knows the game, man. Uh, saw something pretty cool. Venus Williams was at Bud Walton uh, a few days back uh, meeting with Coach Muss and, and Danielle Musselman. So I don't know what for. New tennis coach? I, yeah, come on. If anyone could pull it off, it's that Hunter Juracek. He's like, hey, Venus, look, uh, let's talk. It's like, yeah. Don't worry. I'll write a check with some zeros. Yeah, don't worry. Look, I'm going to put a bunch of zeros down. You put whatever number you want in front of the zeros. We'll be fine. Now you uh, show me where the decimal goes. Yeah, you just show me where that decimal goes. It's fine. It's like, boy, there's a lot of zeros after that decimal. Are you sure? It's like, did you go to school? <laughs> So, uh, man, I, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it, don't you? All right, man. Well, hey, thank you guys for checking out Garbage Time Sports with Hoot and BT. We appreciate you so much. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more stuff and things and balls. More sports ball. <laughs> more sports ball. Making good tries out there. Uh, diving for touch passes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> he's shaking his head no at me. Jeez. All right. Shoosh. All right, man. Thank you, guys. We will see you all next week. Bye.